You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast. Today, you're going to learn how to end suffering and anger in your life. So, stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and with 13 years online, I've built my business to over $9 million in sales per year. And this is the first non-business business podcast that shows you how to apply the principles of spirituality, energy, and mindset to create true and lasting success all from the inside out. This is the Mind Your Business Podcast. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? James Wedmore here. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Mind Your Business Podcast. How the heck are you? Hope you're doing well. Hope you're staying safe, healthy, both physically, mentally, and emotionally. Hope you're staying happy, finding all the goodness that you can during this time. I'm still out here in Sedona. I feel like this is just like 10 weeks of, I'm in Sedona. Hey, what's up? I'm in Sedona. (laughs) I'm still here, folks. I'm here and I'm loving it. I love it here. It's like we got the whole town to ourselves and I'm hiking every day, meditating on mountaintops, mountain biking, having a little blasty blast. And I hope you're doing whatever you can to stay sane right now, wherever you are in the world. And I wanted to talk about something that came up on my coaching over coffee uh, live that I did last week. If you're not hanging out with me on the grams, make sure you go do that. You can be listening simultaneously while you open up your Instagram app on your phone, make sure you're following me and do whatever you got to do to get notifications from me because every single Wednesday I go live after my third sip of coffee to have a conversation with you. And one of the things that we do is bring on one of our attendees or live attendees, whatever we call them, but one of our followers and do a business coaching session on the spot. It's awesome. I love it. So good. This came up last week and it really inspired me to turn this into an episode and it inspired me during this time because I fucking hate Facebook. (laughs) I think that the news feed and the way that things are set up can be so toxic and it's been tragic to me as I just watch people that call themselves friends with other people. Like I don't engage, I just watch but it's like, we're friends. And, you know, because it's like Facebook's like friends, right? You're a friend, add a friend, right? Demonstrate nothing that represents friendship in the slightest. You know, that's always that's always bothered me. It's just tragic. It's just it's sad. People I watch, people who I know, and during times like this, get just so much back and forth, so much hatred, so much anger. And we're going to talk about this from a completely different angle, but that's what inspired a lot of this. We have we have this time, this unprecedented time and experience that we've gone through in our lives. And then we have people who are using their Facebook page and I don't know, like whether you should do that. Like, you know what you're signing up for when you do that to share their opinions or their thoughts or whatever. And unfortunately, it's not unfortunate. I actually think this is good. Like there are different opinions. There are different perspectives. 
and they're very contrasted, right? Like just such on the opposite extremes. And we're going to go into, I don't know how this is going to look and how this is going to roll out, but we're going into another election season, folks. And that's what also inspires us is like, what I'm getting at is, is is these different perspectives and opinions cause a lot of division. They cause a lot of separation. They cause a lot of anger. And it's sad that it's anger between friends. It's tragic to me to watch an interaction and be like, I thought we were friends. And it's like, not anymore because you don't think like I do. You're dead to me. You know, and that just, that, that hurts so bad, so much. And we're going to go into more of that. And I want to offer something that would allow for this to be completely erased in your life. Because I won't engage and you'll hear why. You'll notice that I never engage. And I learned that a long time ago when there's a reason why I don't engage. You'll, you'll never hear me pick a side or tell people that you got this is right or that's wrong. And it's not about politics. It's, it's not about that. It's, it's bigger than that. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. I believe that if you listen closely and adopt what I'm sharing, or try on at least, that it will have the possibility in your life to cease all fighting, all bickering, and the suffering that goes with that, all anger and all hatred that comes up with the people that we love and care about. Whether it's your spouse and the fight that we get into, or relatives at that family gathering, or friends at a cocktail party who are talking politics, right? People that we care about. That's where it's got to start at, right? Because these are the people of your world. This is, these are the people that you're connected to. These are the people you've chosen to be in your life. And we find ourselves fighting with them, you know? And we just look at like our, the people we've chosen to marry, as an example. And how often do we get into fights and anger and what I'm about to share can it does it does have the possibility to eliminate all of that in your life to cease fighting what would that be like for a moment if I could just press the delete key on any and all anger fights bickering arguments again disagreement can be something neutral like we don't agree on this right but when it turns into yelling when it turns into hatred anger and, and saying things that we regret later right this has the opportunity to get rid of that. The question is, is how would your life change the quality of your life, or the quality of your relationships, the quality of, of experiences you'd have with the people that you love if you could just press the delete key and have guaranteed know that that would never happen again, okay? That would be pretty fantastic, right? You'd notice yourself more connected, more present. You'd feel more love. You'd probably go deeper in your relationships with the people and your life would take on even more meaning. That sounds amazing. And if that's something you want, I'm going to tell you, this comes with a big warning disclaimer. What I'm about to share is extremely simple, but it is not easy. It is absolutely not easy. And here's what's going to make it doubly hard is that when you learn what I'm going to share with you and you apply it, the person that you would apply it with will not be applying it with you. And that's what makes it hard is that you're going to be operating from a new paradigm and a new set of rules while they're operating from the, same, the old set of rules. And that's what makes it hard is that they're going to be calling you back to those old rules. And I've had to learn in times in my life, and if you want an extraordinary life, you're going to have to learn this too, is that you're going to have to be what they call like the bigger person, right? You're going to have to be the person that is willing to do maybe 10 times more than the other person is. And without expecting credit or more or whatever, like I deserve more because I 
I'm willing to do something that that person's not. And you might not know what I'm talking about yet, but you will, and it'll all start to make sense. Okay. So I hope you're willing to take that on. It's not easy. Freaking not easy. Let me tell you. Okay. So what I'm talking about, what I see as the source and cause of so much separation between people, the division of love, is the paradigm of right versus wrong. And that's it right there. Our ego, it's like it's created this context of right or wrong and it needs to be right. You've heard this before, right? It needs to be right. So what happens? Someone says something to you. You didn't like it. You get triggered. You get triggered because, you know, like upset, right? Because the statement they said or what they said or how they said it, even just the tone. Oh my gosh, the tone. Don't say it in that freaking tone. Has you feeling like you're wrong or you you look like an idiot, a dumb dumb. You did it the wrong way. You're stupid. You're not good enough. It wasn't right. What's the matter with you? And in short, to, to just chunk it up, you're wrong. You've been made wrong. You can think back to most arguments where you just all of a sudden were like, oh, hell no, <laughs> was because you were made wrong. Or that's the feeling that was created. I feel wronged here. I feel like I'm in the wrong. I feel like someone's trying to make me wrong. I feel like someone doesn't... That's the same. Validating me means not right. Right? And then what do we do in those moments? We feel hurt. So we got to hurt the other person. We got to make them wrong. It's like the king of the mountain. Knocked off the top of my mountain. I got to knock that person off. And I got to get back on top. And this is the game of right versus wrong. It's the paradigm of right and wrong. And I can promise you this, with anyone that there is love that you want in your life, any human being that you would like to experience more love in your life, as long as you are operating from the paradigm of right versus wrong, you will be lacking love. You will be lacking connection because when you play the game of right versus wrong, someone has to lose. And when someone has to lose, both people lose. When you need to be right to make the other person you make the other person wrong and there is a lack of love. And that's why I said, this is going to be really tough because what we're talking about here is moving to a new paradigm, transcending the paradigm of right versus wrong. And why this is going to be so challenging is because most likely that person's still going to be operating from that paradigm. They're still going to want to make you wrong because they need to be right. And that's not easy. That's not easy at all. But I can promise you this. When right and wrong no longer exists in your life, there's so much more freedom and there's so much more love present. That's what this is about. Now, here's the thing. What do I mean by right or wrong? We can mean a lot of things. I'm not really trying to get into the like exact moral ethics of things. Like, so you're saying it's okay to kill and murder people, right? Like, that's not what I'm talking about. Okay, like I think we can all agree that there are certain things that like, and even those aren't absolutes. It's like it's wrong to murder somebody, right? Like we, those are things that are like just socially agreed on by and large. But then of course there's exceptions like, you know, something happens in self-defense and that's the only way you can defend yourself, right? So there's always going to be those perspectives. So it does in some way play into that, right? Because there's going to be a lot of people that say like, 
you know, I feel safe carrying a gun to defend myself. And if this person is trying to kill me and I kill them in self-defense, then that's right. And in that case, that's what we're talking about. Because someone here listening to that saying, I don't agree with that. And someone says, I know, but that's how, what I agree, right? So what, I'm, you're right. You're wrong. I'm wrong. You're right, blah, 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 right? This is what I'm talking about. Is transcending that. I'm talking about when someone does something and the other person makes them feel like an idiot for doing it. You made me feel wrong or I feel wrong if I did this the wrong way, right? So all of that, okay? And I'm not necessarily talking about truth in terms of right being accurate, but something kind of behind that. So like, let me give you a good example here or dumb example. Like if I said, <laughs> I just saw the most random example. Okay, this is like so random. and So I, I just got a new Jeep out here in Sedona. And so it's a four cylinder, okay? So if I walk around and start saying, yeah, my Jeep is a six cylinder. And then someone corrects me and says, no, that's wrong. It's, it's actually a four cylinder. Okay. Yeah, there was an inaccuracy. Totally. Oh, oops. Yeah, it's a four, right? And so there are things that are said that are... Like, well, that's inaccurate. Okay, right? Like, that's not what is. And, you know, again, this becomes like this like really delicate thing, but not delicate in the same sense. I think everyone would then look under the hood of that car and say, yeah, okay, it is four-cylinder. And you wouldn't have any disagreement there. But most things in life that are important to us aren't that black and white and that, you know, like that's the answer. Is it's four cylinders instead of six, you know? It's usually things like, what's the best way to raise our child? Or what's the best career path, right? Or even just the right type of diet or the right place to live, right? All these, what's the right place, best place, you know, what's best, right? And those cannot be as simple and black and white as, yeah, you have a four-cylinder. I looked at that as four-cylinder. But we kind of treat all those things as, as the same. It's just like, no, this is it. And this is what I call the ego bond, which is the ego bond is like your ego has bonded to a perspective, like it's cement that is dried. Imagine that. You're a young kid, and as you start to get older, there's more cement laying down and down on a certain perspective that has been kind of given to you about the world through your parents, your environment, your teachers, your mentors, your, your siblings and your upbringing and your experiences. And as you get older, that cement starts to harden until it becomes rock hard into one perspective. And we no longer remember or realize that it's a perspective and it's more just becomes the way it is because it's become so cemented that we don't move to any other perspective. So it's the only perspective we see. And when it's the only perspective we see, it must be because it's all we see. And as you guys have learned before and from this podcast and probably anything else you're doing any research on, even neuroscience tells us that your brain doesn't match your beliefs to match your life. It matches your life like out there to reflect your pre-existing beliefs. In other words, what you experience through your senses is the byproduct of your beliefs, right? Like wearing belief goggles. And so when you just have that one perspective or one set of beliefs, you just keep seeing the same darn thing. And then when you see the same darn thing, you just keep reinforcing that because you see evidence of it. And thus we have this ego bond. 
And so what the purpose of this conversation today is an invitation to transcend the paradigm of right versus wrong. Because in the paradigm of right versus wrong, we are bonded to one perspective as this perspective that we hold, not being a perspective, but being the right answer, the right way, the only way, and everyone else is wrong. And we make our lives about trying to get the world to think like us and agree with us. And we're not happy, we're not content, and we're not at peace until the entire world can think the way we do. That is a recipe for disaster, my friends, because number one, every human is granted free will from a spiritual universal principle. They have free will. So I'm not talking about like, well, you know, what about, you know, a child born into bondage or slavery? From a universal mind perspective, every single one of us, creation of the creator, has the free will of, of thought and where we put our attention. You are your attention. You are where your attention is, right? So everyone has the free will. That's like what makes us so special. Everyone has a free will to choose whatever thought they want or to choose a perspective or a belief. Yet if you're going to make, and that's a choice, by the way, that's your choice. If you choose to make your happiness, your livelihood, because what's more important than your internal state? What's more important than how you feel? Nothing. Because everything that you want externally in your life is because you believe it'll make you feel better positive emotion. So it all comes back to that, right? And if you make that, that most important thing in your life, based upon, like created as a rule, contingent upon something that you have no control over and you do not have control over. You do not have control over how another human being thinks and feels. People try to create control. People try to manipulate. People try it. But that's what we mean by free will is that someone will always have when they choose it because that's the choice. They have control over their own thoughts. And when you make your happiness and your internal state contingent upon something you have no control over. Think about how much you've just given your power away and put it in the hands of complete strangers and people you love. So the paradigm of right versus wrong, which is a game of the ego, and we are shifting to a game of your higher self, moving closer to that. The paradigm of right or wrong is a, is a losing game for you and the other party, even when you come out on top and win, you've lost. And that's the goal. That's, the, that's what I want to get across in this episode is for you to do that. And again, I'm not speaking to you as some enlightened being that's meditating three feet off the ground right now, okay? The difference here between me and most of my listeners listening is not that I have transcended right or wrong completely in my life. We don't really get, and I've, I heard this so many times in so many ways, we don't really get rid of our ego. We just, and, and I think I absolutely do believe we need an ego. It does serve a purpose and it does serve us in ways. We just create the distinction and awareness between your ego and who you truly are. And that's the game. It's so much more about awareness and mindfulness. It's about recognizing when you are playing in that game and realizing that you can choose a new game. You can choose a new paradigm. I still get into my ego. I still get into my stuff. 
I still have bad days. I still get triggered. I still get upset. Just less now than I used to. (laughs) And probably less in the future. Right? And hopefully I'll just keep growing and keep learning. But so let's see if you can start to play this new game and transcend this paradigm of right or wrong. Right? So let's start with this. What if there was no such thing as right or wrong? In this new paradigm, it's the paradigm, it's called the paradigm of perspective. I like this alliteration. So I'm calling it the paradigm of perspective. You've heard this before conceptually. It's time to take the concept and apply it. What if there was no right or wrong? Simply a matter of perspective. And what do we mean by perspective? Well, most people are very visually oriented. So someone is looking at something differently than you are. They're seeing it from a different vantage point and from a different angle. A mother sees education differently than a child might. (laughs) It doesn't make one right or wrong at all. They just have different perspectives. And, you know, our identity, our experience, our wisdom, our age, all these factors help and everything about you help to contribute to creating a unique perspective in which you see things. And just like fingerprints, which I've, by the way, heard that there isn't apparently truth to the statement. I heard that somewhere that everyone has unique different fingerprints. Interestingly, an interesting little factoid. But assuming that were true, that everyone is unique, just like their fingerprints, then everyone has a unique perspective. And honoring our perspective is an opportunity to honor someone else's perspective and doesn't make somebody right or wrong because of the perspective that they have. And it ain't your job to change their perspective. Now, again, I am not talking in a coaching thing. Like if someone came to me and said, I'm just a failure. I've always been a failure and I always will be a failure. I have a perspective. (laughs) And it is my job to change that perspective. But only they can do it. I can just coach them on how to do it. Okay, but this is not, we're not talking about coaching relationship. We're talking about like the relationships that matter in your life with loved ones, people you care about. So what if there were no right or wrong? What if right or wrong was just these stupid labels we give things or the ego gives things because it needs to be right? And that's really a question you're going to have to ask yourself is, why is it so important for you to be right? When you're getting angry, when you're getting upset, why do you need to be right? Why is that so darn important that you're right? Because that's what we're fighting for so much of the time. I need to be right. I need you to know that I'm right. And let's get real with each other too. When we do that, how often, especially on the friggin' Facebook, do people are like, you're right. I'm a dummy. You're so much wiser than me and you know everything. I'm right. That's what your ego wants, right? It wants this other person to just be like, what was I thinking? Trying to be as smart as you. (laughs) You were right. (laughs) That never happens. It never happens. When, when it's just this back and forth and back and forth because you're like, oh, oh, hell no. They made me wrong. I'm going to go make them wrong. And then guess what they're doing when you go make them wrong? They're going, oh, hell no. He made me wrong. I'm going to go make them wrong. And it's back and forth and back and forth. And 90% of the time, and it really does take someone who has, is very enlightened to just be like, you're right. 
and like conceit. Otherwise, it's just this ego battling back and forth. You've seen it, right? So it's a losing battle on so many fronts because most people don't concede anyways, right? But you really want to ask yourself, why is it so important that I need to be right about this? Well, you can ask that in the moment too. Just, you know, prompt yourself. But yeah, people get so darn upset. So if we if we change this from right or wrong to just perspectives, and two perspectives can be like, let's just let's not use right or wrong, can be accurate. Can you consider that for a possibility as a, for a moment? Two perspectives can be simultaneously accurate. And that's the thing is we we live in such this like black or white universe that we don't in our minds that we don't think that that no the two almost like opposing dare I say opposing perspectives could exist and both be accurate. And you know, like the analogy is like if I showed you a coffee mug and it had two different images on each side and I said, this coffee mug has a blah, blah, blah image. And you're looking from the other side of the coffee mug and you're like, no, it doesn't. It's like, yes, from that perspective, from that vantage point, it doesn't. So there's accuracy from both perspectives. But that doesn't make the other person wrong because they see it differently. It doesn't invalidate the other perspective just because you can't see it from the way they see it. And the more we get this, guys, the more you're free. Because even if you go to perspective, people get so darn upset that someone else has a different perspective, a different opinion. And like I said before, if you think the whole world has to think the way you do and agree with you and have the same perspective as you before you can ever be happy, it's never going to happen. Because we all have that free will, that free will to think what we think and to choose the perspectives that we choose. So when you can move to this paradigm of perspective, I believe power and freedom, like true emotional freedom comes when you have mastered the ability to look at anything, something, a situation, an event, a thing, a person, anything. Like something that is what is. And and just deal with what is. This is what it is. This is what has happened. This is what is. And then be able to move 360 degrees and see it from limitless perspectives. Any perspective. That takes something. And that's freedom. You've broken free of the ego bond. And not be attached to anyone or attached to the need for others to change their perspective. By the way, just checking in with you real quick. Have you noticed what you've been doing while listening to this episode? Have you been listening from the, "Mm, I don't agree with this. Mm, I do agree with that. Mm, Kind of. Is that true? That's your right or wrong paradigm. This part's right, that part's wrong. Have you ever considered that that part that's sifting and sorting with what you agree with, don't agree with, that's true, not true, is just the ego-bonded perspective that you've created with your life and you're just deleting and distorting anything that doesn't already agree with the perspective you have and then taking in what you already agree with, what's already congruent. So we just go through life getting more of the same and getting rid of anything that contradicts that. And yes, this is a conversation of having perspective about perspective. (laughs) This is your perspective about perspective. Could you try listening and receiving this conversation 
not from the need to sift, to sort, to categorize which parts you agree with, which parts you don't agree with, because that's like, <laughs> that's like the first few leaks, the first few steps before the dam breaks, right? That's the first kind of thing that we start doing as we get into that right or wrong paradigm. We're like, mm, no, that's not true, right? And you see it. I see it anytime I post, <laughs> anytime I post a quote, I'm sure you do this too. Anytime I post a quote image, and a lot of what I do is, is gonna really be contrarian in a sense, right? To really challenge the way people think. This is here to challenge the way you think. That's the whole point. And people just say, that, no, that's not true. Think about that for a moment. I sit here and say, hey, here's something I've been doing for 14 years and here's what I've learned and I'm gonna share this thing, bam, that, I, that helped me and it will help others. I believe it'll help others. That's the intention. Someone goes, yeah, that's not true. All right, think about that. That's not true. And they've taken a perspective that I had and they said, that doesn't match my perspective. Therefore, it's a lie. Is that really the case? Or has someone just had a fixed perspective that they think this is the world, this is how the world operates? This is my model of the world. And what you shared doesn't match my model. Therefore, it's a lie. It's not true. And I share this because we do this all freaking day long. We have the same model of the world that we had in the last 10, 20, 30 years. So we look at the world through one lens, through one perspective, and then we wonder why our life isn't changing. We wonder why we're doing the same things and getting the same results. You know, it was Einstein, I believe, that says the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. I think it goes deeper than that. It's thinking the same way over and over and expecting different results. That's crazy. Thinking that the way you've been thinking is thinking the only way there is and that everything else is not true or wrong is such a limited view of thinking. And everything I'm saying is simply my perspective, right? This is so fascinating. And I think real true emotional freedom happens when you just have the ability to do a 360. Like I have no other way to say it than do a 360 around any situation. In other words, see it from every perspective. See it from yours, see it from theirs, see it from an alien looking down from a UFO, you know, from every perspective. And when I started doing that in my life, I found so much more freedom. There was no need, again, still get into my stuff, but you found so much less need to be right. It doesn't matter. It matters to the ego. But being right really doesn't mean this is how you survive. Right? We feel like it almost, like our life is being threatened if we're wrong about something. It looks stupid. And if you could just free yourself from this, if you could transcend the paradigm of right or wrong into the paradigm of perspective, not only will you have freedom, but you'll have so much more love and compassion in your life because you will under, you'll have a deeper level of understanding and awareness for what the others are doing and why they get upset and why they need to, to react or why they need to argue and you can let them. And that's why I said this is going to be hard. It's because they're going to say, get back in the ring and fight me. Get back in here. You made me 
wrong or I need to be right or whatever, right? And you already know that when you don't give any resistance to anything or anyone, they have nothing to fight against. You can let someone be right. You can even say you're wrong. And you can just know that it's just a matter of perspective. Because in reality, you can sit there and know whether you say it out loud or not, that you both are right. That one perspective does not negate another. It's just another perspective. And we've all come here to have different experiences and different perspectives and different opinions. And we should honor that. We should love that. We should cherish that. And when we can reach that place, so much love, so much freedom, so much love. That's what you want. You want that. So this is really simple. It's really, really simple. I hope from this episode, you're able to do something with this. It starts with just noticing when you get triggered. I say the breakdown, the trigger is the, is the doorway to transformation. Because that thing that's upsetting you, that's where we start. Yeah, I think Tony Robbins said it, turn frustration into fascination. Yeah. We need to start going, why is this upsetting me? Why wouldn't they said that? And just get curious about it. And don't shame yourself because that's you making yourself wrong. That's what shame is. I make myself wrong. What if there was no wrong? It's just you making mistakes and learning or whatever, you know, it's just us learning. It's just us figuring things out. So I hope you do this. I hope you will practice living in this paradigm of perspective because I believe power comes from perspective. Break free of that ego bond and transcend that right or wrong. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Let me know if this episode was of value to you. Reach out to me on the Instagram and make sure to hang out with me on our next Instagram live coaching over coffee. That's all I got for you this week here on the Mind Your Business podcast. See you next time. Did you know eight out of 10 businesses fail within their very first 18 months? I believe being an entrepreneur means unlearning everything that we've been taught our entire lives about what it really means to be successful, which is why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Activate. I want to show you how to think, act, and behave like the successful entrepreneur that you were meant to be so you can step into the vision that you have for your life and your business. And the best part is this program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit www.jameswedmore.com forward slash activate and we can get started right now.